Welcome to the Door to Value podcast, where one door opens, so does another, and another, and another. I'm your host, Yasmin Yaish here, and in this podcast, we talk about all things to raise your consciousness. The Door to Value connects each of us to the core of our existence and the bridge to purpose. Each episode dives into convos on humanity, spirituality, love, lessons, community, mindfulness, ascension, value, and more. Don't forget the keys you've gained along the way, and may you continue to gain some new ones. Hello, Collective. Welcome back to another episode. I am so grateful to connect with you all once again and particularly excited for this conversation that we're about to have because it's gonna get it's gonna get real. We're gonna get real a little bit and talk about something that is totally cliche, but also at the same time not talked about. And I'm sure you can guess by the title of this episode by now that it is about love. I've posted an episode in the past around love, and I definitely talk about love quite frequently in either videos or episodes, which if you're not aware already, you can find me at door to value. That's D-O-O-R-T-O value on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And you can also find us at the School of the Ascending, as well as the Door to Value podcast Instagram pages. But on all of those platforms, I try my best to really hype the message about love because I do feel that it's one of the core frequencies that allows us to connect with source energy, with God, the creator, with the divine. But it's also the frequency that allows us to kind of stay more lighthearted, more fluid, more in a state of gratitude and grace and humility and understanding and just appreciation and flow, right? Love is that energy that really just brings peace in all fronts. And so I felt it fit to bring that in for this episode. And I've been realizing more recently that my observations around love in my external reality, like if I see a couple on the street or if I have a friend talk to me about their relationship, you know, drama or if their relationship is going well, I'm noticing that I'm in a state of curiosity because I want to know what people think when they hear about unconditional love. Is it something that is a household desire where we will each have our own definitions of love in the sense of maybe what turns us on? There's so many different directions you can go with this, but you know, we have our standards, we have our needs, we have the things we are kind of looking for in another. And sometimes one of those things or two of those things aren't really checked. If those boxes aren't checked, then we sort of feel like we won't be in love with that person. Or even we just kind of define, again, love based on what it is for us and what we experience around it. And so a lot of that comes with how it was introduced to us from a young age. And how we have learned about love throughout our lives and how it's showed up for us through friendship, through, you know, companionship, through intimacy. Like, how has love presented itself in its very multidimensional, multifaceted ways for us to essentially learn more about 
the love that we could have for others, the capacity that we could get to, the, the depth of our heart space that we could access. The lesson of unconditional love has been one of the most inquisitive and deep lessons to take on in this lifetime because it challenges us to, at first, look beyond what we think love should be and actually embrace what it is not. We may find ourselves in the depths of the ocean, probably facing our darkest shadows or our fears around abandonment, and our wounds begin to rise to the surface. It's almost like vulnerable and open. There becomes no other option but to choose. Stay in an energy of complacency with a situation that doesn't fulfill you. Doomed to repeat another cycle. Or realize that unconditionally loving yourself will bring you the energy that is a match for the standards you seek to call in love or otherwise. We always have options, but the question becomes, what choice will you make in the name of love? As I said earlier, everyone is going to have a different perception around love because of their perspective of their experience and how it has presented itself in their reality. So you listening to this is going to have a completely different definition of love than maybe someone else that is a classmate of yours, a colleague, a stranger, your friend. We all have little tweaks and twists about love that is kind of different, but generally most of us have the main kind of checkpoints that we look for. Things like mutual respect, honesty, communication, right? These are core foundations of a relationship that we might be interested in kind of connecting with and that is truly how we find and build the foundation for love for another. If there's going to then be that many people that are existing, you know, billions on the planet experiencing their own version of love, then they get to choose how to define it. And from there, cultures and systems and stigmas and ideologies all of these are terms just think of it like something around love started getting passed down because perspectives plus human beings equals storytelling and look where we are today when we look across different cultures we see that things can be very overlapping in the sense of tradition and how connecting love to maybe a system union like marriage is going to share certain similarities from culture to culture, right? The paperwork, you know, the legal documents, maybe the several days of rituals or celebrations, gift giving. There's different aspects of every culture that is unique in the way that they celebrate love. But what I am particularly referring to is actually the fact that love and how it is taught for how we should perceive it and how that connects to the way that we communicate with our partner or able to be in a relationship with them in the first place and if you're not in a relationship but you see that this lesson is very relevant to someone else in your life and it can be platonic as well then connect to those dots however you will but i find that throughout history different cultures will share differences and similarities around the way that love is celebrated but in essence, sometimes the way that love is taught 
may be very vastly different and it has nothing to do with the fact that it's different cultures as much as it has to do with just again people how they experience love based on you know how it's being presented to them they're going to take it in how they're going to take it in and that depends on the wounding that they have the perspectives that they've carried the beliefs that they connect with those details lead to storytelling and that's kind of how i feel it's been trickling down but even different eras the way that love is sort of presenting itself is very different like in the 1800s 1400s since the dawn of time there's been this element around courtship with love and the way that love is pursued so we know that the way that love is celebrated may or may not be the same as history has changed as time has passed but we do know that there's differences and similarities from culture to culture and religion to religion or region to region but the way that love has shifted in its pursuit when love is being pursued how that shows up in the initial stages of a loving connection is very intriguing because you see how in this era of technology and just a lot of things that are available to kind of alter you there's definitely been a component about natural beauty and just like very earth connected ways of living because there was less that was accessible at that time so you kind of had to be like in the most pure raw state of how god created you and like you couldn't get around that as we see time has shifted we see the demands of love and the roles that people play in love how that shows up love throughout history has had this strong bond of foundation building of honesty and although it has fluctuated throughout time and history because sometimes people learn that love is abusive and unfortunately there are places around the world that have taught that and although that isn't the word that is used they might not perceive it that way from the outsider's perspective it could be deemed that way because you know we've had stories about this it, like i said it gets so so deep and intricate this could literally be a series like a tv show just to explain the different elements of love throughout time but love throughout history is very clear-cut and high demanding for the other person if it is to be pursued romantically because there were a lot of expectations throughout history with what the other person or the family could provide and a lot of that kind of connected to the way that celebrations were had what kind of investment was put into these celebrations of love like a wedding for example and then we also saw that as like time passed and we got into the 1900s the role of the woman remained the same, but there started to become more freedoms that were discussed for these women on a more mass scale. Ultimately, through all of these different things in history, we find that love can, may or may not, be defined by how it is presented in the external by another, but it certainly made its way to become that definition. And I would even go as far as to say that I wouldn't even consider 
the fact that things have changed in dynamics, relationship dynamics, if you will, throughout history as love changing. Because I personally believe that love is a single vibration that is, it just is, just like how we breathe and we don't really think about it. That's kind of how love operates as well. And it kind of just depends person to person. Like, I'm sure there were a lot of families in the 1950s that appreciated a stay-at-home mom the mom that was always cooking and didn't have a lot of rights but that was like the kind of loving relationship dynamic that existed and i guess like how that relationship would pass on to the next generation and how that kind of predisposed or preconditioned awareness about love and a relationship how it's passed down is really dependent on how the next generation will receive it for whatever lessons they need to learn around it so it gets really deep into the rabbit hole because then you start to get into contracts and you start to get into like you know what is needed and, and everything is always perfect as it needs to as it should i always say this because i really do believe in that at the same time we have to value the perspective we have to value that love throughout time has been what it needs to and some may say that's not love why is misogyny being passed down why is xyz being passed down no those that isn't love it's not love to me but somehow equal parts of light and shadow have revealed themselves throughout history but it is my belief that the true the true definition of love the true unconditional love frequency is gracing itself on this planet it was always here but now it is gracing itself on this planet and really anchoring into the planet's core energetic field because of all of what's been happening the last few years and the series of many many events that just seem like it came out of a movie but it's real life yeah all of those events has caused the frequency of love to truly encompass where the old collapses the stigmas collapse the previous ideologies around how roles need to be played in relationships or who shows up for where or xyz those things don't define love in a relationship those things aren't defined by love in a relationship they are standards which are completely separate i mean they can be connected but those things are qualities right they are standards in a way but they're more so qualities that one would kind of look for in a relationship but i think that all in all love and that vibration of unconditional love is really shifting and just being the most simple pure frequency that anyone can have access to and it's interesting we talk about history the time that has passed and i see that love in lineage has changed significantly and that might actually be an easier example for anyone who is listening i think that actually ancestral wounding is one of the most prominent examples to give surrounding the shift from conditional love to unconditional love because ancestrally a lot of families particularly women which i can speak from my own experience have kind of suppressed their needs to fulfill because it has been told to them by their significant other or by others around them that they must do something in order to get something in return and it sort of becomes a bargaining chip, a barter, where you have to trade to get reciprocation. You have to give something to receive. And 
although that is the natural flow of life and yes we need to do that anyways we find that actually in retrospect it's okay to want to receive in a relationship there's nothing wrong with that moving from conditional to unconditional frequencies in our ancestral lineage i would say has actually led to our generation at this time and i'm 27 so it would be my generation to really heal our wounding around love and some of that wounding might be connected to ancestral that love and lineage type deal and you'll discover that because you're going to have these symptoms connected to your sacral chakra which is kind of like your womb space and below particularly solar plexus to sacral that area that, that region might experience symptoms that's usually representing that the energy related to ancestral lineage and conditional love it's getting purged and this new definition around love is getting created so i do believe at this time because of everything that's happening and everyone that's here we're all kind of shifting into the vibration of sustained and anchored love in the earth plane again it's always been anchored in but it's kind of blanketing things now and that is showing up in the number of people who are realizing that they want to heal that they don't want to stay in these patterns that they want to step into a higher state of being where they're respected and loved and i think that really shows that it is time now to really step into these higher divine connections that actually serve you and are here to help fuel your mission and help allow you to grow in this temporary experience we're seeing that love has changed in its external definition throughout society culture history and time we're seeing that love has been changing as it passes down from generation to generation new generations are recognizing that the way that love was taught to them is not the way that love feels or should feel for them we start to recognize that love has a, a story in our past and perhaps in our journeys for the future. For me, I know that I have learned the lesson of unconditional love from a relationship, but I go back to the time where I first learned about love and that was through my parents. One parent always led with communication that was unconditional, always led with an open heart space and just overall unconditionally loving acceptance and allowance of ourselves to be and the other parent was the complete opposite the other parent was very conditional always inquiring on what would be returned to them because i did this for you so why don't you do this for me and it was very tormenting mentally and emotionally and very straining for me at the time i i didn't really understand it i was always grateful but i was so present in that moment because I wasn't aware of what I know now so my thought process at the time was very different and when I kind of look back at that time I was very upset at times and I would cry and I would scream I would argue because I wasn't understanding how my experience was reflective of the way that love was being passed down to me in that moment and interestingly enough it wasn't until I jumped into a relationship and ended up moving to Chicago, which is a story I share in the very first episode of the Door to Value podcast. It really wasn't until I got into a relationship and that person became a mirror, which served as a catalyst for my awakening and ultimately led me down the rabbit hole of discovering that I had the ability and the capacity to be so open and vulnerable so many times for five years, even when I was deceived, even when I was betrayed and lied to, 
even when I was manipulated to believe that I was the bad guy when I chose to move on during times of separation or being broken up. It was very, very toxic and intense for me, but also very, very freeing and and almost like a part of me. And those are the type of connections that can oftentimes be mirrored from the relationship with the parents, ancestral relationships that need clearing, past life relationships, but also what you attract because of the frequency that you're carrying around love. So I remember at the time, I didn't really understand love fully until it was kind of reflected back at me where I said something and my partner at the time said, you can't expect this of me. Like, that's not what love is. And it led me down a rabbit hole of realizing that the way that love was taught to me was not how love is and that I can't be relying my entire life on another person, that I need to be independent, that I need to love others for the mistakes that they make but also love myself more and truly for five years I was learning this lesson of unconditional love and it wasn't just like an everyday thing but it would come in bits and pieces as my consciousness would raise there were like new levels of this textbook new chapters of this textbook surrounding love that I needed to retain and experience so that experience in itself really showed me how I was willing to go to the deepest depths of my heart space to truly be vulnerable and to truly fall in love and to truly get to a point where I saw a future with this person. I saw everything. I saw the house. I saw what we would be doing. I saw the way that our kids would look. It was just like everything fell into place of what I saw for the future. And although it wasn't the most fulfilling and healthiest dynamic because At first it was, but as I was awakening, the other person really was not. And I saw myself starting to change a lot. And I was willing to let go of a lot of things. I changed a lot about myself to help the other person feel more comfortable. And I always gave, gave, gave. I always sacrificed so much of my energy and myself and gave so much of myself, which is not bad, but it was never really reciprocated and I don't think reciprocation and conditional love are the same thing I think it's important to have equal footing in a relationship and to have standards but it's interesting because I didn't really have any standards I had expectations to be treated well like anyone would but I found that the deeper I would go with this person the more I would fall in love the more I would allow myself to let go and surrender, to let them be free when they chose to separate from me during those times throughout the last five years, on and off, on and off. I eventually learned in 2021 that a repeating cycle is not fun and it just gets boring, the story gets played out and you realize that it just kept repeating because you were still trying to learn the lesson. The lesson of unconditional love isn't just a lesson that's going to reflect on the external and not with the internal. And that really was what I learned in my experience. There's a component to this journey that really requires you to tap into the internal self because unconditional love, real and raw, is connecting to a frequency that makes you face your darkest shadows the hardest part of your entire existence 
where you feel pain and you feel resentment and anger and you question everything but then yet you remember that you have so much love and that ultimately unconditional love has led you to forgive the other person and have love for them but also still unconditionally love yourself because you are choosing to no longer bypass or forego your needs in a relationship it's okay to have standards it's okay to have needs it's okay to have boundaries it's okay to have things that you are looking for in a relationship that are mutual because it's not like they're just going to give it to you and that's it like you're obviously going to have to show up to the table with that kind of authenticity as well it's an equal partnership and it's okay to have those things in mind when searching for another or whatever it is for you whether it's a relationship or not just in life in general these set of standards that are really just characteristics of the life that you want to materialize and a healthy relationship a healthy dynamic stems from vibrating at a frequency of love that allows freedom but yet respects the needs of that dynamic really unconditionally loving yourself becomes the most valuable lesson of all because you realize that no matter how much love how much heartbreak how much pain it has taken you to feel to really just beg for wanting what you want and you can't have it and it sucks honestly but then you realize that actually it's because you're needing to just unconditionally love yourself and unconditionally loving yourself means that you prioritize your energy without putting too much attention in too many other places unless you absolutely need to but you're really prioritizing your energy your own sacred time you're prioritizing your needs you're using your feminine energy within you to feed your emotions from a place of love and nurturing and you're using your masculine energy within you to take action on the things that you need take action on your desires really take action on unconditionally loving yourself from a place of a love which means not doing things that hurt you that pull you back into a lower vibrational state that pull you back into doubt or fear or just any of those frequencies that just really aren't serving you and if they arise you're being kind of called to transmute and release them identify what those triggers are what those emotions are transmute and release and i think that's really just what life is it's like relearning unlearning really taking our time to engage with different aspects of our being by allowing ourselves to kind of learn from these lessons and these experiences you know unconditionally loving yourself is not an easy thing when all it is you want is you know the external to love you as well and the external does it's just that you were having an experience where you need to unconditionally love yourself more as if the external is just the reflection of you it doesn't exist it's an illusion it's just a reflection of you if you are wanting more unconditional love in your external world just play your part and love yourself more respect your needs don't fall for the manipulation, the games, don't fall for the lack of honesty. We are stepping into the highest vibrational frequency, critical for everyone to advance in our consciousness. And that means we've really got to step into a place where we don't F with anything that isn't supporting us, that isn't holding space for us, that isn't meeting us in the middle at the very least. 
we are not even asking for the bare minimum anymore okay we're asking for exactly what we are aligned to and i just hope that you know unconditional love doesn't remain a painful lesson for you if you've already been experiencing this lesson as it is or if you have yet to really dive into it i just hope that it's not something that is hard you'll face resistance i mean it's kind of just part of life but i pray that you are protected in white light and pure unconditional love frequencies that allow you to see the bigger picture allow you to have epiphanies about what it is that you need and what it is that you can do to help yourself feel more at ease mentally emotionally physically maybe even finding that sense of peace by praying you know however that is for you peace and prayer it's just kind of like doing whatever you need to do to give back to yourself is always the move and unconditionally loving another person will lead us down that road and even for some of us we learn about unconditional love in other ways but the roads always lead back to us and i think that's the most important message of all unconditional love real and raw is knowing that you have what it takes to forgive to see past the flaws to understand that everything is playing its part everything has a role but then recognizing that you also don't have to be okay with that if it's no longer resonating for you because you unconditionally love yourself, you've done the work, and now you're ready to be with something or surrounded by something that is going to be a vibrational match for the kind of love that you are looking to attract. I appreciate you all. If you haven't already connected with our new Instagram account, School of the Ascending, you can sign up for our brand new e-course. It's the first ever course, Elevate, Evolve, Empower, to help you evolve your wounds into wisdom so that you feel empowered through your healing and elevate into freedom. This is part of the awakening and ascension journey. Additionally, you can find me, Door to Value, D-O-O-R-T-O Value, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And there's all kinds of fun things on my page, different videos, things like that. But on Instagram specifically, you'll find a link in my bio where you can book a psychic reading with me, enroll in the School of the Ascending, or check out my other work, and you can also claim your free Awakening and Ascension checklist. I hope that this message serves someone out there. It gets really deep. Like I said, we can have a total textbook moment with this entire topic. There are so many directions to go with it, but just take it for how it is, and remember that unconditional love is that lesson that is worth it. So if you're here right now, that's probably because that's going to be one of the lessons you have to learn. Embrace it, move through it, take notes, you know, but give yourself compassion and remember that this is for you. The rest is just a reflection of you. I send you all so much love. And until next time, go and grow. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Door to Value podcast. I want to edify you for having reached a point of your journey where your curiosity is connecting you with your soul. If you've listened to this episode, no matter what year it is, Know that you are on a timeline for self-discovery and self-empowerment. You've opened a portal. It's a door to unmask all that no longer serves you and to utilize all that you've gained as value moving forward.